Hello, I'm Adam Young, editor of the Lubbock Avalanche Journal, and this is The Lead. In this podcast, I will go over highlights from the past week in Lubbock and the South Plains and offer a look ahead to interesting stories our newsroom will be working on this week. I'm bringing in a few of the Avalanche Journal's reporters to share a bit about a few of the stories they're working on. So let's get started. And now we're here with the Avalanche Journal's trends and breaking news reporter, Mateo Rosiles, looking at a fun week ahead, very Texas Tech-focused. First, I wanted to start, uh, please tell me you're not expecting any more updates on the uh, story that uh, I guess uh, everybody was talking about from last week with the... uh, uh, nasty bag that was found under the door. No, no updates on that coming up? I hope not because it is my trending story. It's my number one story here, surprisingly. It passed my cactus story. So I don't know what that says about the Lubbock community, but they took very, very much an interest into the story. So hopefully not. Good. Luckily, uh, we're not pursuing any angles trying to figure out the contents of the uh, mysterious bag that was found on a radio DJ's door last week. Um, we'll probably still be seeing some more traffic and social media posts on that this week. But now we're moving on with the uh, upcoming Texas Tech Homecoming Week. I know their events kick off with a, just a variety of events throughout the week, starting Monday, uh, leading up to uh, Homecoming uh, game um, in the Homecoming Court on uh, Saturday during the 2 p.m. kickoff with West Virginia. What else are you expecting from that? Uh, we're just going to see the normal tech traditions that we already seen. On Monday is supposed to be the kickoff. Um, we'll see if it's supposed to be held outside because traditionally it's been held outside um, around the sub area or the student union building area. But of course, that day is supposed to be rainy and cold. So we'll see if tech moves it inside and how they're going to figure that out. Um, but we we'll also see like another tech tradition and another tech favorite is SOSING, where the fraternities and sororities and student organizations get together to just have a blast, singing songs and just choreographing like routines and all that. But then we'll also have the bonfire and uh, pep rally, usually on Friday night. Um, that's usually a big thing for everyone to just go out and see as we light the fire and we'll have um, Raider Red out there and all that. So, And I've never been to a SOS thing either. It looks like that's at 8 o'clock on uh, Tuesday at the USA. So yes, we'll, might take the family out to that. And then also on Tuesday, the, President Skuvenek at Tech is going to have his State of the University address. Yes. What are so, you expecting from that? So Tuesday, he's going to give the State of the University address. It's just going to be more focused on tech because a few weeks ago, we had the State of the System where all the presidents of the Texas Tech System and the Chancellor Ted Mitchell um, came to Lubbock and talked about each of the institutions respectively. But this one, we're going to see more and more about Texas Tech and what we what highlights they have. So we're going to see a lot of research highlights, a lot of um, admissions highlights, as well as what we might Again, a few more teasers. I'm hoping for the centennial celebration, which is just around the corner, um, just a few months away. So we'll hopefully get more information as that comes about. Sounds good. Thanks, Mateo. Thank you. And we're here now with the Avalanche Journal's business reporter, Alana Edgen, uh, looking at a couple of weeks ahead. We're transitioning from uh, one interesting Slayton story to the next, wrapping up the Slayton Sausage Festival this past weekend. And Alana's heading down there for a hydroponics facility. Yes, the Ogallala Greens is doing some pretty interesting stuff with hydroponics, so we're going to learn a little bit about that. Um, myself and Annie Rice will be heading out that way, and we're going to get some really cool photos. We're going to get a really cool feature on just what's going on there. One element I was really interested about is that they have subscription boxes of vegetables, so we'll figure out what's going on there. 
And then coming back up to Lubbock, you've been working the last couple of weeks uh, looking at some um, real estate websites and um, trying to track down some sources for a uh, most expensive homes piece that uh, I imagine will be pretty interesting. What what inspired that? I'm just always interested in just seeing really cool home designs. So in particular, this is coming off of a similar type of story that we saw out of some of our sister sites in Corpus, where we view the top 10 most expensive homes. Generally, those tend to be in the million dollar range. So I'll be speaking with the Realtors Association to learn a little bit more on what goes into that and what we might be seeing in the future. I know the housing market's already, or it's been cooling off. Uh, obviously, my wife and I had been looking at a couple of places over the summer. Um, I think we threaded the needle there, and been, uh, but just you've got me looking at some of the really interesting homes that are on the market, especially on that higher uh, end right now, just uh, around the Lubbock area. What, what, have, uh, what have been some features that have stood out to you? Well, there was one home that's at, listed at $2.8 million, so that's a pretty big amount. There was another one that I believe is at the 1.2, 1.3 range that has a very interesting pool that has a little bit of a jacuzzi setting in one side. And then it has this interesting water feature that really fits with the modernist theme of the home. Of course, in any classic mansion, million dollar home, you have to have a library, you have to have extravagant fireplaces. So we'll be seeing more of that soon. And hopefully some of those have some hidden rooms Always, always got to have a hidden room if you're going to have a million dollar home. And then looking ahead to this uh, upcoming Sunday's business section, you've been uh, working on a story about wage trends. Uh, what have you learned so far? So I sat down with the people at Express Employment Professionals, and they explained to me some of what they've been seeing, particularly in Lubbock, on how the demand for higher wages and more benefits has been going up, but they're expecting that to kind of even out in the coming months. And they had some really great advice for those smaller business owners that they might not be able to meet that $15, $16, $18 an hour wage, but they can maybe supplement that by offering better benefits or creating a culture that someone really wants to work in. Gary Ball mentioned that you really want to make sure that you don't have a toxic workplace because people are going to leave that and it's been a bit more of a employee, employee market than it has been an employer market. It's a good lesson for everybody to think about as they're uh, working in their, you know, as an employer or an employee in their, in their workplace to just try to keep that environment healthy. It's very important to have in business. Anyway. Hey, thanks, Elena. I appreciate the updates. Thank you. There's a lot going on around our community, and we love your story ideas and tips. Please feel free to reach out to me at ayoung at labaconline.com, give me a call, or hit me up on social media. Here's hoping that Week Ahead brings great news and developments to Lubbock in our area. The lead is produced with the help of the Avalanche Journal's trends and breaking news reporter Mateo Rusilis and photo editor Annie Rice. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to checking back in with you next week. <laughs>